the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the hosts and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer, and we are live on this Labor Day weekend at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road, and uh, happy to talk gardening with you. All you got to do is come on out. The guys were beat up today. Let's see. I think you got here about a quarter till in the last 15 minutes. Both of you and Trace have been answering questions from people. Did you figure out what... Uh, tree that or that no had? no it had that the flower had a look look one of the orchid trees but oh, okay the bloom the leaves were very shiny shiny green almost like a oh, oh shoot now i can't the burmese but but the thing is it, it was evergreen and i and I said, well, at the last two years, a lot of things would be evergreen, but yeah. she says it's been there a long time and, and evergreen. It's in a sheltered spot, but still, Char- Charles was looking at it, too, and we just uh, couldn't okay. figure it out. Well, but, and then, you know, nice plant. we do see things like at the river, we point out that the, the fire spike, because it's in a sheltered thing, doesn't die down and is huge. So maybe... Well, it had a had a bloom a little bit like uh, a... Uh, Oh, the what the plant of the plant of the week in the newspaper, Terry. Oh, what was that? Uh, but the leaves leaves were much more attractive. Oh, desert willow. Than, yeah, the leaves were much more attractive than the, than the desert willow leaves. Um, but yeah, it really was a shiny, lush kind of leaf. So, Charles uh, Charles said he has a source. He's going to okay check it out. The um, other thing is you can call us at 308 8867 308-8867, and toll-free 866-308-8867. And Trace is up here with us, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's in the nursery now this week, as well as what the Millburgers plant of the weekend is. Well, let's see. Uh, we're starting to get the cold-weather vegetables in, so that's a, that's a good sign, and the bedding plant situation is uh, is improving. We're getting dianthus now, some petunias. I actually uh, saw some people taking snapdragons out. Snapdragons, yeah. And so, I I pulled my zinnias, and uh, and I'm gonna and I fertilized and put uh, compost on my two inches, and I'm uh, getting ready to till that up. Uh, but I was I never dreamed I'd get access to snapdragons this early though, but. 
Well, if you think about it, they don't normally die to the end of May, early June. It's a whole lot hotter then than it is now, so it's almost a good time to stay. Yeah, but that, the nights, the nights aren't, the nights aren't nearly as hot. Uh, how about stocks? Are stocks in yet? Not yet, but uh, soon. Calvin loves them, them stocks. They are uh, well, they're an old-fashioned plant that's made a comeback. It's okay. kind of a, it's a, a bit of a dilemma right now in, in blooms because you, zinnias really look looking good and could look good until uh, after Thanksgiving, depending on the weather. And then, of course, if you plant snapdragons now or soon, you uh, you really get a you get them a nice bloom period in the fall, and then you get them prepared for a big spring bloom period by getting them in too. Sure. And the sooner you get them in, the better they do with the cold. What else? Uh, anything else in? Well, let's see. Well, we got What's some. What's the tomato we situation? Some cool stuff on we got sale. Some ginkgos in. Yeah. So, uh, so you're gonna make them the plant of the weekend? The plant of the weekend. Weekend. Okay. Weekend. Weekend, weekend, weekend. We need to get you an echo thing. We'll, we'll, so, uh, we'll work on some a music bed for your plant of the weekend. A little, little fanfare, and then. Uh, we'll get I, you. I like that. Okay. Uh, so it's a it's a small growing tree, and uh, I always worried about cold until I googled it this last time. It can take pretty darn good cold. Gosh, uh, they doesn't seem to like the summer as well as. as we can uh, grow that in Minnesota. Yeah. Can't go. No cool. Like negative twenty on the tag. Yeah, that, that's famous for its uh, ability to deal with air pollution. Oh, really? And air pollution's not a major problem in San Antonio, thank goodness, and and good work, everybody, in this community. It's the largest community, I think, without really strict uh, restrictions in reaction to the actual air quality. But um, but it is that that's what it's famous famous for. Let's see. Um, according to ArborDay.org. Um, it's got some, uh, it's, uh, both a shade tree and an ornamental features a spreading canopy capable of blocking sunlight and adds visual interest and beauty to landscaping. It's got a neat leaf, kind of like an orchid tree. In fact, Jerry thought it was an orchid tree when he first saw it because from a distance it's the same leaf structure. Yes. Yeah. And, um, it, it looks like it's going to fit our area. Now, so is a male and a female? I've heard that. According to this, there, there is some issue on that. According to ArborDay.org, it says that, uh, let's see, it yields naked seeds that are tan in color and plum-like in shape. Some complain of the mess and odor associated with the fruit of the female tree and recommended planting only male specimens. It can live to be 30,000 years old. Gosh. 30,000 years old. No, just 3,000 years old. Oh, 3,000. Now, <laughs> you know, we get we get a lot of complaints about, like, Anakwa. I've been the 3,000 years old. Yeah, a lot of Anakwa and uh, uh, Chinese pistachio, too. Now, but if you if you have a healthy bird population, they, uh, and I don't know if that's the same with ginkgo, you know, there's not enough around, around to know if they... The birds clean them up like they do everything else, but well, they're certainly not that commonly planted to have a good answer for that. Yeah, but, uh, grows in S, acidic, alkaline, loamy, moist, rich, sandy, silty loam, well-drained, wet, and clay soils. I think so they've run out of soil descriptions. Yeah, it tolerates moderate moderate drought and wetness, but doesn't grow well in hot, dry climates. Well, we're not really hot. We haven't been lately. Yeah. So uh, supplement irrigation, uh, or uh, you know, we've done well with them before, where uh, where they're in a little more shade. 
the morning sun, mm. afternoon shade. Is that right? So a, an understory tree maybe. But uh, I think it's got some medicinal values as well, but I can't remember them. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what part of the ginkgo I don't know. are That's you supposed I to? to oh, you okay. It. I don't want to give medical advice. <laughs> but uh, I I'm saw looking. that and I thought it was pretty cool. So uh, that is our plant of the weekend. They are uh, $89.99, five-gallon can. I've got uh, a half dozen. But you break that $90 into 3,000 years, and you're paying pennies per year for that plant. But it is, a, <laughs> and it is a ancient, yeah, it's an ancient uh-huh. species. Yeah. And uh, you know, people that we always hear, people looking for something really different, and uh, but this has got a unique history and a unique tolerance for almost every condition that you can imagine. The ginkgo tree is a living fossil with the earliest leaf fossils uh, date back from two, 270 million years ago. It was rediscovered in China and brought to this country in the late 1700s. Oh, now it just says, the seeds and leaves have been and still are today used in medicine throughout the world, but it does not tell you on arborday.org which, what they're supposed to do. But I think it's, uh, I think I've read for like circulation and stuff, but I also for memory as well. So, But I don't know. I'm not, uh, I can we ask more questions? Or are we done with the ginkgo yet? Um, Trace, are we done with the ginkgo? Uh, I think we're done with the ginkgo. Tomatoes, tomatoes. We got oh, one we, gallon. Uh, we've got a few. Uh, and this is probably the. I think the I wrote. I wrote in the paper that this is, you know, still a chance, but you got you need the recommended heat setting varieties, and they should be, in the one gallon or three gallon size. So, what what kind of varieties do you think we got out there? I didn't get a chance to. I, I believe I saw tycoon and celebrity, some patios. And uh, one or two other varieties. Any of our, any of the, uh, um, help me the surprise. Uh, I don't. Uh, I think those uh, picked over. Already. Juliet and that you had trouble with and BHNs. No, Roma, Roma surprise that you had trouble with. That's right. BHN 960. I mean, if you just give me a little bit, uh, of I, that think detail, the, I think I think those are gone. Okay. Now uh, I do my, think there are some cherries yeah, out there. Yeah, so my that's the best luck. Uh, we it'd be good too if we can get a, some tomato reports. My BHN 968s are loaded with fruit now. Wow, cool! And so are the Roma surprises. Little bit of fruit on the Surefires, and a beginning uh, first first fruit on the Lavaca. Nothing yet on the uh, Tycoon Celebrity or Red Deuce. Well, we've had some nice cool nights, so that uh, that helped a bit. Yeah, that that during that rainy period. Uh, BHN 968 and uh, Roma Surprise, they just filled up. Yeah, well, we are going to have uh, David Rodriguez out here. I believe it's next Saturday, September mm-hmm. so right. 10th. Uh, we're doing a cold weather vegetable, so he'll be talking about the broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower. I think he'll go as far out as onions and potatoes, so probably what you can do all the way through February. Well, that'll be pretty consistent. Uh, um, my column on s- next Saturday will be cold weather the vegetables just a kind of a here's everything you can plant now here's a few particular you know, okay. like don't bury the lettuce and and you get to two crops with the broccoli and so there'll be it'll be uh, consistent with uh, David's presentation I'm giving a presentation a similar <coughs> one on the 17th 
at Dream Hill Estates, which is over by the medical center. Free free presentation there as well. And uh, anybody that attends will get uh, some go, go to transplants from Millburgers. That way you got the questions to try, yeah. to try to stump Calvin. Yeah, David said this. What do you think? Yeah. I, like well, I think we're pretty consistent. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry and I and David have worked together so many years. And <laughs> Every once in a while we, we have sing a all the same yeah. page, and uh, well, we work through a lot of a lot of the issues. And then again, one of the great things is about the nurseries, uh, particularly Millburgers in San Antonio, have been uh, if we have good arguments about the types of plants, when to plant them, how to take care of them, uh, the nurseries have generally been really supportive, which makes for a more satisfied customer. And well, that's uh, the that's the long term goal is for people to be successful. That's right. Successful gardeners keep gardening. Yeah, one per, uh, selling a plant once or one one season that that that's really not a long term business goal. You gotta you gotta have long term customers, satisfied customers. And that's also uh, one of the neat things about the uh, plant development effort that Jerry has led for. All these years and working with the, now with gardening volunteers of South Texas. Plus, he works with Texas A&M. Hey, let's go to Joyce on the line at 308-8867. Thanks, Trace. Joyce is on the line. Hi, Joyce. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Oh, good afternoon and thank you. A friend of mine two weeks ago brought me a little four-inch pot of a Rio Grande gold pepper, and I've taken right. it and put it. I, I put it in a bigger pot. And the first pepper is now about an inch long. And I'm just wondering what I might expect, if you could tell me a little bit about it. What? Well, Milton grew real grandy gold, didn't you? Yeah. And you had good luck. Mm-hmm. So you can expect a miracle plant. <laughs> miracle grew it. Milton grew it and had, uh, I liked had it. pretty nice peppers on it. Yeah. Is this you a banana that. pepper? Because it looks like it's a kind of elongated. Tastes tastes like banana pepper, but it's a different shape and yeah. it's, it's, it's a jalapeno a, shape. Yeah, and it's oh, got okay. A, uh, okay. I, I think the uh, structure is a little crisper. Right. Yeah. Does right. It have I a like them both. Wall? I like them both. It looks but, like a Christmas ornament, a, yeah. a oh, small Christmas ornament. Does Does it have a thicker wall than the banana pepper? Yeah, it does have a thicker a thicker wall. Oh, good. But the the taste is uh, good and uh, really works well for salads and pick fresh. And then we somebody was telling us about how they cooked with them. They did the stir fry kind of thing with the right with both banana and uh, real grounded gold. And they oh. maintain their color. Okay, because yeah. she said she didn't know whether it was. Uh, I asked her, and she said, well, she thought it was a bell pepper type thing." But anyway, like a jalapeno. Well, that's right. It, it, it's it's a bell pepper substitute. It, yeah. ta- oh. it sort of tastes like a bell pepper. Yeah, yeah it, t- it kind of tastes like a bell pepper. Okay. But it's okay. Be- but it's belchless. It doesn't make you belch. Yeah. Like a bell pepper would make okay. some people belch. People say I needed that. I never well, heard these guys. Uh, I've never heard of that. Have you? What? <laughs> I was asking. <laughs> Burping it, from. Pe- uh, sure. It came into the world okay. yellow to begin with. So is it when it becomes ripe, does it turn red? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so if I want to, if I like it and want to save seeds, I need to wait until one of them turns red. Is that correct? Uh, red or orange or red? Yes, ma'am. Okay, that would be its mature state to, to proceed. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. 
Well, it certainly uh, is an attractive little plant, so I'm looking forward. Yeah, you'll like it. Well, thank you very even, much. Even Ma- even Milton couldn't kill it. So no, I tried. Don't don't call in and say it died. It kept forgiving <laughs> me and kept growing and kept trying. And, and uh, well, they're they're really a pretty plant in a container too. Mm-hmm. Well, at, at yeah. first the the leaves were a little kind of yellowish brown or whatever, but the new ones coming look very good. So I'm I'm have high hopes for it. You mean, are you like Milton? And after you started watering it, it turned green. <laughs> no, I take pretty good care of them. <laughs> well, fertil- uh, do you fertilize? Have you fertilized it with water-soluble fertilizer? Uh, no, but I used um, I used growing green in the soil that I planted it in, so I can use some liquid. Are they heavy feeders? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Every time, every time you water, use a water-soluble fertilizer, or at least. Oh, once okay. At about half strength, but if you use it that often, or. Well, I'd use Half strength is pretty. Oh, yeah. Whatever they recommend is, um, but they'll they'll produce without that. But if you want maximum, the other thing, Jerry, if she, if you let uh, several of them get red, on, will that slow down the overall production? No. Okay, so you can still pick. You can leave one or two and still be picking mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, of I just wanted to around. leave at least one if I like it, so that I can get some seeds from it. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll, I need All to right. see this in more. Thank you so very much. Thank you for oh, calling. Thank you, Joyce. You take care. Bye-bye. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, hopefully Mark Peterson, who's showed up at the nursery, will talk to us about the uh, SAWS rebate program, and uh, he was bringing some coupons here and some instructions on the program, which I think started on the 1st, which was just Thursday. So, um We'll uh, learn more about that. We'll take more of your calls, too, when you call us at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. First off, Millburgers wants to wish you and your family a safe and happy Labor Day. Come on by Millburgers, which will be open on Labor Day, and this weekend you'll find savings on some of your favorites, like fall garden mumps. These are absolutely gorgeous, classic blooming perennials, and they're on sale at Millburgers for just $3.99 in the six-inch pot, or get ten for thirty dollars. Verbena is on sale. Deep purple and vivid pink. You'll love verbena for borders, hanging baskets, rock gardens, or more. In the one gallon container, just three eighty eight. Milkweed, butterfly milkweed is on sale in the one gallon container for just four eighty eight. You'll find savings on ground covers, now just eighty eight cents each in the four inch pot. And if you like citrus, you'll love this deal. Mexican lime and Meyer lemons are on sale in the twelve inch pot, regularly forty dollars, now just nineteen eighty eight. You'll find this and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. The podcast page at 930amtheanswer.com has the local programs you might have missed the first time, like the Weston Martinez Show and the List Radio Show with David and Brian Birdie. Local podcast on demand at 930amtheanswer.com. 
Hello, this is Esther Nail, owner of Spotted Sante. Did you know that according to WebMD, 75 to 90% of all doctor's visits are due to stress? And Spotted Sante is here to help you get on the pathway to good health. I've always wanted Spotted Sante to be a sanctuary for health, wellness, and blessing. In fact, Spotted Sante means the spa for good health. Our professionals really do care about you. We're going to help you relax, and we have treatments that help soothe everything from headaches, backaches, fibromyalgia, and many other ailments. Spadasante truly is a place where stress and anxiety are relieved. Visit Spadasante.com and personalize, purchase, and print your custom gift certificates 24-7 for your convenience. We have four locations to serve you, and we're open seven days a week. If you'd like more information, or if you'd like to speak to one of our knowledgeable staff, call us at 210-375-1110. Come to Spadasante where you can start your healing and enjoy your life. Start your Sunday morning with inspiration, motivation, education, and a whole lot of information, but never any manipulation. I'm Rick Hughes, host of The Floodline. Join me every Sunday morning at 6.30 here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. If you are a CEO, CFO, COO, or any other O, you already have too much on your plate. The last thing you should worry about is whether to renew your company's lease or find new office space. I'm Scott McMurrian with Bottom Line Realty Advisors. And I've helped some of the finest companies in San Antonio to improve their bargaining position. Whether leasing 2,000 or 20,000 square feet, there's no reason to overpay the landlord. We save our clients thousands of dollars annually. Enlighten the burden of finding new space when that's what required. Don't wait to the last minute to negotiate your office lease. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you are the most vulnerable to getting a bad deal. Find out why our services don't cost you a dime. Bottom Line Realty Advisors in San Antonio, call me at 535-7800. See what it's like to negotiate from a position of strength and improve your bottom line. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 535-7800. Bottom Line Realty Advisors. Proverbs 11.14 says, Where there is no counsel, the people fall. Hi, I'm Edgar Baez from the Baez Law Firm. As a former nurse, I empathize with the injured. I'm ready to serve you and fight for you. Because the rest of the verse says, But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. From auto accidents to trucking accidents or company vehicle accidents, we won't collect unless we win your case. Let our family help you and yours. The Bias Law Firm, Auto Accident Attorneys, 210-979-9777, thebiaslawfirm.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We'll talk to Mark Peterson in just a second. But first, Ruby is on the line with a question. Ruby, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Well, I have a question about pentas. Right now, my pentas are beautiful. And this is not the first time they've been beautiful. They're beautiful every summer. But then... In the fall, one morning, I go out, and my pentas have been stripped bare of all leaves and all flowers. Now, I don't know what's causing it, but I really would like to prevent that this year. When is that? Pentas. In the fall. In the fall. Well, you know they're cold sensitive. No. Yeah, but they weren't stripped of the leaves. No, these are stripped. They were devoured. All that was left, all that's left is the stems. And it happens overnight. 
And it's not related to cold weather? No. Uh-uh. No. It, it would so be we'll, on a beautiful morning. Are you you in San Antonio somewhere? I am in San Antonio uh, at 35 and 1604 in that area. Right close. Actually, I'm a mile from Wilmberger's. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> has, it, has any other has any other shrub or bush had this uh, problem? No, just the pentas. I was thinking cut ants, hmm. but uh, you know they'll do they'll do a strip of the leaves and yeah, stuff but, overnight. But pentas aren't their first choice, I don't think. No, no, that's why I asked yeah. if there anything other. Well, mate. Um, and you don't find any worm droppings or any little black droppings on the ground around the pentas? Well, you know, I, I'm not sure that I ever really mm-hmm. examined the ground. Um, I guess if it happens again, I will. Well, if they strip it overnight, uh, there would be, that if it was a larvae of some type, a worm, uh, yeah, you'd, see you'd, you'd have pieces of leaf left. Right. Well, what about what about uh? Are, are they are they are they cut off or shortened branches? Are the branches left intact? The the, the branches, the stems are are pretty much left in, intact. I was thinking of deer, but uh, no, I don't have any deer. Well, see what? How many? Does it happen just once? No, uh, my I'll, I'll have like three or four bushes, and it, so all of them just stripped bare, and it's it's just. I mean, one year, one year, or the last two. Well, years, I had so. this uh, happened uh, about uh, I'd say three years ago, and before that. I don't know, three or two, three years before that. It seems like when they do the best in a really good year, that's when it happens. Okay. Well, I'm still I'm still betting on the temperature. So, okay. you know, if you go go through, since we can't think of anything else, go when we go through that period this this fall, uh, make a note, especially where you are. You know, you could get, you, you could have a, you can have a 32 degrees. Well, with pentas, you might have a 35 degrees or so. Um, okay. But keep it, yeah, keep your eye on that, and then do, look for all those other symptoms that Jerry is talking about if it happens again. Okay. And, uh, all right. Because uh, the very good. Uh, I know, well, I know they are. Like... I know they are sensitive to cold, and it, and it is not a. Uh, like some of them, it's kind of a uh, slow rela- reaction. But uh, as far as my pentas, it seems like they're. It's one day they're looking pretty good, and the next day they're. Of course, I've never never had them all, drop all the leaves or anything, but they've, yeah, they're, they'll they're quit. Gone. They'll quit blooming, and they will start dropping leaves. So, kind of. Make, make, but the leaves are on the ground, right? And she's not. No, no, the they're ground. gone. Everything's it's stripped bare. That sounds like a, a varmint to me, like a rabbit or a rat or a, ah. something like that. Yeah, they well, would they, do that? They, they eat, eat so many so, so fast. 
Uh-huh. Uh, I, be, I bet it's a rabbit or a rat or a... Okay, okay. Well, I, I'll, I'll, now, that, that makes sense to me, that it could be a rabbit or a rat. I didn't know rats ate green things, but I guess they Oh, didn't. yeah. I never really thought about what rats eat. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've expanded your, uh, your thinking yeah. on this thing. Well, put out some bird seed there. If the poor things, if they gotta, if they've gotta rely on penta leaves, or they are hurting. They'd rather have seeds than leaves for sure. Okay. All right. All right. Keep an eye. That, yeah, you. we're curious. If it happens so again, I'll bring you. I'll bring you some of the, the soil around it, and maybe we'll figure something out. Thanks, Ruby. Bye bye. Thank Good you. Luck. Are they in, are they in containers? No, they're in the ground. They're in the ground. Okay. Uh-huh. Thanks, Ruby. You take care. All right, 308-8867 is our number. And then, um, did you have a question? All right, C- can we ask it on the air? Okay, go grab the mic. You'll be on the air. And let's see if we can help you. What you got? Okay, what I have is a uh, trumpet leaf that they keep dying on me. Jerry, it's your bu- uh, one of your buddies, isn't it? Yeah, and your trumpet. Yeah. Uh, how much water well, is there? There, the leaves are at the bottom, right? Uh, it's or pretty in, much in, all of them now. I mean, they they start from the bottom, yeah, and they work their way up. But it's huh? almost the whole plant's lost all of its leaves. Is it in a low spot or anything? No, and With it the gets rain? plenty of water. Well, that's what I mean. I'm a little oh too if much it's water. Soggy, uh, because in my neighborhood I'm seeing uh, plants that that are in low spots that are this this after that. Week of rain. It's in the ground. Yeah, it's in the ground. Yeah. Not in a container. Uh, there, there's no disease. Uh, okay. There's no insect or disease on it. Okay, I was wondering so it if it was an cultural, insect. Cultural practices like uh, too much water, too little water, okay. things like that. Okay. And don't, and don't fertilize when it's showing this symptom. Let it kind of. Okay. All right. Thank Stop you. It yeah. but it, it, uh, chances are that it will, if the rains quit, it will survive. How long has it been in that spot? Uh, it's been there for a couple years now. And it's done okay. It's never done this before. Yeah, this is the first year it's doing this to this extent. How tall is it? Uh, about eight foot, nine eight. foot. Oh, okay. And what percentage of the leaves is it losing? Has it lost? Uh, probably more than half. Wow. It has to be. It has to be too wet or okay. something like that. Okay. With all the rain, I, I would put it on too wet. Okay. All it right. probably won't kill it. it it'll just, defol- yeah. just defoliate it a little bit. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Good luck. Has it bloomed? Oh, yeah, it's blooming. It's got probably 150 pods on it right now. Oh, so. my goodness. He, he neglected Who needs leaves? Who needs yeah. leaves? Yeah, well, the leaves are just falling off so the so the pods can, uh, the flowers can look yeah. pretty. All right, thank you. You bet. 
right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call, and we'll talk to Mark Peterson in just a second, but uh, just like that, man, you're welcome to come up when we're on the air and ask your gardening question in person, and uh, if not, you call us at 308-8867, it's as easy as that. But at that, I think that's a an issue we're seeing out there. Um, that we grow, of course, we pick plants that are drought tolerant, and uh, when we're in a droughty period, we plant them. Doesn't matter where you plant them, but when you get this wet, wet spells like this, uh, they're in low spots. You can see some issues. We've seen Texas Mountain Laurel Ceniza, and uh, and I think that was probably one of those plants too yeah and speaking of which like i said you know no one predicted the rain all this week and stuff yet uh, the sanisa were blooming right before i'm just saying or, or after no, whichever what, way you're looking no they they oh uh, did you forget you there did, was only you know, about eight inches you're of rain. insulting to the old timers the old timers knew the difference between before and after the rains <sighs> just will not believe wait a minute can i do jerry What's that? Oh. <laughs> again, are I, we I, on the Sinizo thing again? Yes, we are. All yes, right. we are. So uh, I'm just saying the facts are the facts. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Mark, uh, Rob, hang on the line a second. We've got Mark Peterson here, and uh, we're going to talk about the uh, the SARS program. We have to be very quickly. Okay, my, no, bo- no. my boss is here. No oh, pressure. No, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. I'm like, yeah. Yes, we well, only short declarative sentences, sir. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, and, and or we, we will. Or I, that's what I got to give you, maybe. We'll listen- warn you when you say something bad like you usually do about it. <laughs> had, had, was hey, he Mark? listening to the show before he came up? Oh, well, Mark, I tell you what, great job of explaining that. You did oh, a terrific job. Oh, thank you, job. thank you very much. Probably on one of the most clear and concise things that we've ever heard. <laughs> very, very well done. Thank you, Mark. So then you don't have to do anything. Okay, yes, sir. Okay, well, let's talk about the program. Let's talk real quickly. Uh, Thursday, we went live for our fall coupon season. Okay. Our water saver coupon. Uh, the plants are what? Uh, Millburgers is one of the finest participating members. Mm-hmm. Not only one, but one of our finest ones because uh, they have a lot of the plants here, and they are re- willing and ready to go. That. Yeah, and they the, usually put up a display so you can see the display, plants and you can see uh, kind of what they might uh, look. And they have the plants all, usually all in one area for so, so yeah. you can go in and, and Well, and they do. I noticed that they were, two managers were conferring with you. Just now, they, we were all yeah. talking about the plants and the process of uh, how, in, how to get reimbursed by saws. And that's so, one of, one of that's, the keys. That's an important thing. That staff here knows how to take advantage of this program right. and to accomplish the goals saw is trying to accomplish and also uh, meet your needs for your landscape needs. So. Just quickly, uh, the fall season is we try to emphasize uh, trees and shrubs because fall is for planting. So it is a $100 coupon to mm-hmm. remove 200 square feet of lawn area, and then we provide you with a $100 coupon to get seven plants. Two of them have to be small trees, of five gallons or more, and the remaining five plants are shrub, basic shrub materials, perennial shrubs, uh, roses, evergreen plants. All right, that's pretty easy. The plants that are, are there? Do you have any favorites that are listed? Oh yes, um, the Mexican buckeye is one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and uh, of course I love roses. 
So all the Earthkind roses are eligible for the coupon. And then um, we do have our Mexican. No, let's see. There's so many. So okay. many choices. I can't make a decision. There's so, so many. So I've removed 200 square feet. Yes. Okay. What am I supposed to do in that 200 square feet? Is it hardscape? Is it mulch? That's going to be all mulched area. Okay. All you mulch? Can, you, yeah. You can use any type of or uh, mulch, but, again, I prefer organic mulches, like the pine bark, chip material, pecan shells, okay. like that. What if I use, like, a hardscape, like rock or? Uh, you may use rock. Okay. It's a little... I, I have strong personal feelings and professional feelings against rock, but I won't. Uh, I won't dissuade anybody from using it. You've always hated rock, <laughs> <laughs> and you can do it for 200 square feet or 200 square feet. That or, is, or you can do two coupons and do it for 400 square feet. Thank you, sir. Your 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 shill check will be in the mail. Later <laughs> on, okay? Thank you so much. Yeah. So uh, you uh, the uh, sauce customers can apply for two coupons. For a total um, of four hundred, dollars. Okay. Cool, and then uh, they can see and get the coupons here. They can also get them online. Mm-hmm. No, they, yes. The, all they do have to is call up or con- uh, go online. Okay. At consult dot consult or conserve dot so, uh, at saws dot org. Okay. What else can you he's on this? Me nervous over here. I know he is. He really is. <laughs> pretending he's not listening. Um, and then uh, that's that. So that's cool. All the, right. the other major point we want to make today yes, is sir. we do run the patio scape coupons simultaneously. So you can go on the Water Saver Landscape program or do the patio scape. Oh, we okay. Run them both at the same time. Oh, very cool. And the patio scape is maybe that's more of what I was thinking about with the rock. Yes, but the coupon is only eligible for flagstone, pavers, oh, okay. or stepping stones. Okay, cool. Not not River Rock. Okay. Very neat. All right. So it's, it's the same principle. And go to saws.org. Saws.org. Make your application. Your coupon will be sent to you within 10 business days. And then you go to a participating vendor. Vendors are also online. Cool. Also, also tell them uh, the correct email ad or the uh, website address for the landscape. <laughs> I gently tried it. Calvin, last week. Uh, the Garden Style is www.gardenstylesa.com. The to make a consultation is consult at saws.org. And the garden, the garden and, seller, and, and and there was one other one. Yeah. So I don't know. Why does it matter whether they're in caps or not? They're not in caps. Okay. It doesn't matter if it's. It in doesn't. Caps. Matter. Oh. I always write it as in caps. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what he brought to my attention, that I never write it with the caps. Yeah. There, there was an extra a little something in there in the, in the name. Oh, he just wanted to be critical. Oh, of I see. Okay. Well, good. That's, that's important that no matter what, you keep these, the, the media in line and that, uh, you know. No, we don't keep them in line. We keep them well informed. Oh, that's a good, that's much, much better way to put it. Well, Mark, <laughs> I tell you what, that was absolutely riveting and terrific. We enjoyed that. I think probably of all our interviews that we've done in all these years, that was probably one of the best. Thank you so much. What? Where do you want me to take you to lunch? <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks we've, we've, been, we've been through a lot of radio professionals, so yeah, don't don't get to let it go to your head. We'll you? we'll revisit it again as as, as the uh, season kind of begins. When does it end? Did you, you probably told us? That's why I'm raising my microphone. Oh, okay. Yes, I failed to mention that the the end date. 
to obtain a coupon is October 31st. And the oh. reason I say that is you maintain a coupon, but you still have time to redeem it. You have another month to redeem it. Okay, cool. Thank okay. you. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, 308-8867. Thanks, Mark. 308-8867. Let's get to uh, Rob is on the line. Hey, Rob, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thanks for waiting. How can we help you today? I've got a question about uh, grape myrtles. I've got a, okay. a grown grape myrtle, and uh, it's really revived from all the rain, and it's putting out uh, little new tender, uh, what do they call them? Shoots. Sprouts. 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 Yeah. Okay. From the base of the mostly from around the base of the plant. Right. Now, can those be, uh, say what? You need to cut those off as soon as they sprout. Well, uh, what I'm wondering is, can I cut them back about, uh, say, 12, 15 inches and sprout them, propagate them in a pot? You mean make new trees? Say again. You mean make new trees or make new plants? Yeah, or, or? yeah, make a new plant. I think that's against the law. You're supposed to come to Millburgers and buy your uh, <laughs> uh, trade <laughs> By law. <laughs> well, uh, uh, that 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 that's possible. It's a long procedure long drawn out procedure but you can root them just like you root roses and uh, those sprouts are the best thing to root they root fast but this is, this is you, not a good time of the year to root them because they're getting ready to go dormant yeah late spring how long would you make those cuttings to put in the pot about uh, six to eight inches and leave the leaves on it Yes, except at the bottom, and and uh, after you cut them, after you cut them or recut them, uh, dip them into a rooting hormone, such as harmonidin or rutone, and and uh, there there's some good write-ups on uh, rooting roses on uh, plantanswers.com under propagate under the propagation section. And uh, well, it talks about how to root roses, so it's, it's very similar to rooting roses. Very good. Well, thank you much for the info, and you if bet. I'm ever down around your way, maybe I'll come by and uh, okay, check out what you have to offer. Yeah, that'd be nice. Don't, 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 don't get caught rooting those because, it, like I said, it gets the law, you know. Unlawful. Would be candidates <laughs> for, like, air, is it air layering where he would put the, run the... It's no okay. All right, I'm just asking. All right, thanks. Thanks for being on. How do you take All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven toll free eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. You're going to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on nine thirty a.m. The answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. First off, Millburgers wants to wish you and your family a safe and happy Labor Day. Come on by Millburgers, which will be open on Labor Day, and this weekend you'll find savings on some of your favorites, like fall garden mumps. These are absolutely gorgeous, classic blooming perennials, and they're on sale at Millburgers for just $3.99 in the 6-inch pot, or get 10 for $30. Verbena is on sale, deep purple and vivid pink. You'll love Verbena for borders, hanging baskets, rock gardens, or more in the one-gallon container. Just three eighty-eight. Milkweed, butterfly milkweed is on sale in the one-gallon container for just four eighty-eight. You'll find savings on ground covers now just eighty-eight cents each in the four-inch pot. And if you like citrus, you'll love this deal. Mexican lime and Meyer lemons are on sale in the twelve-inch pot, regularly forty dollars now just nineteen eighty-eight. You'll find this and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. This is Albert Moeller for Townhall.com. Last week, shocking images came streaming from the beaches of France. As Alyssa Rubin reported for the New York Times, the photos showed armed police surrounding Muslim women on beaches and ordering them to remove their modest clothes or leave. Many mayors on the Mediterranean coast have adopted legislation making it illegal for Muslim women to wear the burkini on French beaches. What is uniting so many leaders and citizens across the political spectrum in France? It is that nation's absolute commitment to secularity. In an article for The Telegraph, Tim Stanley points out that the opposition in France to the Burkini and to Islam is symbolic of its opposition to any form of conservative religion. Any kind of theology that would bring a moral code in conflict with that of the French secular law and culture. If one were to try to invent a cartoonish distortion of that kind of secularism, one could do no better than what actually happened on French beaches just last week. I'm Albert Moeller. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624. Southwest Military in Shopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with Attend. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need Attend. Strong Foundation Films presents Scarlet, featuring Stephen Baldwin. When I see you pray, I see a man that I want to be. I try to make my life all about God so that when you do look at me, you see him working through me. Chase and his fiancée, Scarlett, love God and use their talents to serve him together. Then, their plans for marriage take an unexpected turn. Their faith is tested. I mean, why is God doing this to me? Stephen Baldwin says, There's a purity about this film and how it expresses love and grace and forgiveness. There's a unique honesty to this that makes it different and special. The lives of Scarlett, Chase, and Mia intertwine to bring hope to the hopeless, peace to the battle, and beauty from the ashes. I fought the good fight, just like Jesus. Now it's your turn. Their battle is about to begin, but God always wins. Scarlett, in theaters now. Visit ScarlettMovie2016.com for tickets and showtimes. 
back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. You go ahead. Uh, you start the question. We're going to talk to Todd over there at Quality Organic Products and to see what's going on over there. And uh, the guys will answer the questions, uh, this man's question, off the air. Todd is there at Lookout Road, uh, just about a quarter mile outside of 1604. And uh, what's going on today, Todd? How's everything at Quality Organic Products? Man, it was good. We had our annual dove hunt yesterday for all of our landscapers. So oh, very huge, cool. Huge. We had like 45 people for our landscaping, and it was really, really fun. Lots Where do y'all go? Uh, we go to a little spot, uh, to like a hay field over by Randolph Air Force Base. Huh. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty neat. Span between some grain fields and some water, and we let them have it. So... I, I don't think I've ever done an interview about dove hunting, so what is the correct way to ask Todd how it went? How many did you get? What did yeah. you Okay. How many doves yeah. did you get? I don't even know, but it was like, you know, 45, 15 doves apiece. It was a lot. So. Cool. What do you do with them? You know, it's... You eat them. The good thing. Okay. Yeah, you put some uh, uh, you and some, That's what I figured. And, you release uh, them to the wild. After you've uh, shot them? You yeah. know, and the funny thing, people are like, oh, they kill these little ants. But the thing about this is that they're migratory birds that come in, and they, they ravage the grain fields and the wheat fields for the farmers millions and millions of dollars. If we didn't do this, it would, uh, it would, it would uh, you know, I mean, they have so many hillbats. Like this year, they added 35 days on the hunting season to hunt really? doves, and they've never done that since I've ever been hunting, ever. So That's because of the, imagine, the number of them? Yeah, the number of them. So you can imagine the damage they've done, you know, so a drought or that. But, you know, if we didn't hunt these birds, you know, we would have more damage than any drought would ever do because of the birds. So it's just hmm. everything. It keeps ecosystem rolling and going and stuff like that, just like anything. Very interesting. That's a nice, that's yeah, a nice thing that you do for the landscapers. It's a, kind yep, of, it's a, it's a cool uh, customer Tommy, service. Tommy does it. He's the, uh, Tommy is the uh, uh, install manager of Millburgers, and we do it every year with Tommy. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a really, really good deal. A lot of the guys come from Millburgers, which is our biggest account, and, they really love doing it, and we just have a lot of fun. It's really a lot of fun. So Very cool. All right, Todd, yeah. uh, and how are things over at Quality? What's happening today? It's Anything? A, it's uh, a little slow right now. We're going okay. to do a mulch shell here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, oh, good. Start our winter mulch shell going. Uh, we've, it's, uh, it's been a little wet, you know. It's, uh, it's, we've been having a hard time getting materials, you know, going still. I mean, like uh. yesterday we got rain again, but... I mean, no, we can't complain. I mean, we're forever. So, I mean, how can you uh, how can you say that in August and September? It's never been this high. So, we can't complain, can we? No, no. It's. I mean, I'm. I'm I know it affects your business, but it's nice to have the the rain. It's nice yeah. to hear your attitude about it. So it's that's, and that's because you come from a landscaping background. That's right, your. Uh, right. That's kind of what. Yep. Design and build. That's where I. That's where I started design and build, building. Uh, you know, landscape jobs, kind of like what Millburgers does, and 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 puts them on the paper, and then puts the plant material in, and then and, and I'm a licensed irrigator still. I keep my license up, 
So, you know, I guess uh, it's, a, it's a great industry. I love the industry. It's gotten really big. Um, it's definitely changing course um, for the better, I think. There's a lot of new faces, like, you know, a lot of Millburgers uh, in the last, you know, year and a half to two years have changed faces. Uh, okay. Their uh, staff has changed a lot. So there's a little bit of older guys going out and newer guys coming in, and it's a different deal. And, it, and you know, the funny thing about it is, that, you know, people talk about the millennium and how to, you know, there's a whole new education system coming to be like the old school guys like Malcolm and, and you know, and, you know, Dr. Parks and all those guys are there to the old school way and they know how to tell it and they tell it how they are. But these new millennium people, there's a whole different way. You can't, you can't say, hey, yeah, put a little manure on there and let put some seeds in there and let it grow. The millennium people are like, what? Manure is stinks and it's ugly. I don't want to get my hands dirty. It's a whole different deal. Like the other day, my, my caterpillar guy, uh, he's been at Colt Cat for like 40 years. He come over to do a tune-up on our grinder, you know, and he's like, you know, Holt Cat sent every single one of their uh, he- heavy mechanic people to talk to people how to talk to the millenniums. That's how our diverse situation huh. in youth is coming up because people don't understand how to talk to the younger crowds. It's just, and, you know, and now we're in that landscape situation, and, uh, you know, it's different. It's, so even though y'all are talking on the radio about y'all scientific turn, they don't probably understand it until you talk to them educational-wise how they were brought up. So it's just, it's a whole different thing, and I see it coming. I mean, it is, and, you know, it's a, it's a different world we live in every day. Yeah, yeah things you know? things change, new generations. You're making me suppressed yep. now, Todd. I'm getting kind of down I'm now. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. come on. Wait, you've been a little slow learn the whole time, I think. <laughs> I think Dr. Parson and all them know how slow you brought it. I mean, you finally had a tomato on one plant. I mean, you know. I really, I mean, but I, I like to, I, I get saturated. I just, I to take it in slowly, yeah. you know. Yeah, just, uh, I'm, you, like you a, know. You like a daisy like Malcolm said, uh, pushing daisies up. <laughs> <laughs> talking to Todd Chisholm over there at Quality Organic Products on Lookout Road just outside of 1604. Um, hey, so the the mulch sale will happen soon, and that's that timing on that mulch sale is pretty good because is that yeah we really we really need them. But we got we probably got thirty thousand yards of single ground. We really need to get rid of. There's a lot of but, we're we're actually running into all the facilities in town are full. There's that much uh, tree trimming and uh, debris coming. Oh, wow. The city's actually just starting to pick up their, um, their rounds for the city, and actually all the yards are full. Our yard is but, almost at full capacity. And it's not good. I don't understand why. I don't know if it's economy or what, but when we're at full capacity, that means we're going to have to go get another another yard going. I mean, we have our, our backup yard over off of where we tip our topsoil and stuff like that, but um, and, and that's the thing. We're looking at 20 acres of, to move our old compost facility within 10 miles of where we're at right now, because uh, did you hear Austin? They went completely green, so nobody can throw anything away. Fortune 500 companies and everything, they completely are passing a law. You cannot throw any food waste in a trash can. 
It has to be picked up organically and then processed. So those places are really strong. I've already done about four bids of people from Austin wanting to pull it back here because they cannot handle it all. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think and I think it's a good thing. I mean, I think it's going to be if we could really rely on people that can manage it and do it right and not have it. You know, I mean, green is good. We just got to tell. Well, PCQ you you had the experience you know? with the vegetable compost, which right. you you I mean, were you like were ahead the of the curve on that for about five years now. You've been doing that. I know, and we love it. We still do it. I mean, we get so much of it though. And now they want to do the restaurant scene, and that's the whole other key. You know, it's going to pick up all the food waste from the restaurants, you know, and then recycling that also. And you can imagine how much the restaurants throw away that you can turn yeah. into compost. It's a yeah, lot. That's very exciting. It's probably like three or four yards, uh, probably uh, every couple days. And then you could only then you could throw in the factor of how much waste is going into all the food markets, all the little small places that sell vegetables. I mean, you know, like right now we pick up a lot of produce places too, and that's another big thing we do. We're doing produce and all that. So, I mean, the key is to recycle and get it green, and, and that's what it is. And, and we, we've been having a lot of problems with TCQ. They don't understand that point. Um, we do a lot of mulch recycling, which helps tremendously the city impacts it helped. If we weren't here, the city could not handle what we do on the side because it would mm. be overwhelming. So one of the problems with TCQ, we're a green industry, but nobody helps us do the green. Yes, they got small businesses, but they want to look at our yards as almost a nuisance, you know, and we're not. We're, we're, we save billions of dollars to the cities and states, and we never get no help. We don't get breaks. We don't get, uh, you know, help from them. All we do is get fined. We get fines all the time for people looking at our piles with their eyes and then saying they yeah. smell it, and we get a lot of odor issues, which we don't. I mean, yeah, sure, we smell like mulch or something, but there's not a lot, and there's a lot of things that we do that, helps so much to the economy and it's helped so much to the industry that if TCQ would just help us more, they would benefit in finding the bad guys. They really need to find the people dumping oil down drains and people that, you know, contaminate our water. There would be a, they would have a lot more time than people complaining about green recycle because people literally, literally think that we do trash. John, I have to do this on that note, we got to run. we got 10 seconds, man. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Right, buddy. Ty Chismo over there, Quality Organic Products. We will uh, be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer.
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Yeah, 9.30 a.m. The answer, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. And uh, you didn't hear, but Todd's got a mulch sale that's coming up, I think, in a couple weeks. And that's a good, so is fall well, a good mulching time? I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to talk to Todd because I was putting, uh, this morning I was... I removed my uh, my cut flower garden. I removed uh, all the zinnias and and I was uh, spreading some uh, some of that compost I bought from him uh, earlier. Oh, good. Yeah, you know, two inches over it, and then I'll I put the uh, f- four cups per hundred square feet. I couldn't remember, Jerry, if I think in one article I put eight, but it won't won't hurt. Eight or four won't hurt. Right, right. Um, of, of and fertil- I'm, uh, I'm slow fertilizer. Yeah, slow release lawn fertilizer, and I'm t- going to till that in uh, either today or tomorrow, and then I'll be ready for snapdragons and stocks in the winter. And, or the other thing that'll happen is that the uh, zinnias are going nuts reseeding. So I, oh yeah, they'll be. I'll, I'll have, and that'll be a difficult, you know, to pull those zinnia seedlings because yeah. it seems like. Three weeks after they come up, they've got big blooms on them. Yeah, uh, they're, they're fast. Do you use the short ones or the tall ones? I, I use both this year. My favorite are the, I like those California giants and the cactus. The tall ones. Yeah, but they, uh, you can't, in terms of a, in a bed, you can't beat these dream these dreamland. Right. Because of the, the blooms, are, the colors are wonderful and the shape is wonderful, but they don't have quite, the long, as long a stem as you would like to cut. Oh yeah. So, but and they also are a hybrid, so you get all kinds of strange reseeded. Whereas the California giant and the cactus, they come back pretty true to the. Well, on the volunteers, let's see. This is September, October. Well, will they bloom by? Oh the yeah, frog? they'll bloom by. They'll bloom by mid October. October for okay. sure. Okay. And then you'll have them till, depending on the weather, till Thanksgiving. Frost. Yeah, yeah. till Thanksgiving. So, so it's always when you got a cut flower garden, you know, it's when I give that presentation, I always say you got to be a little, you got to pull the plants uh, when they pass their prime, or at least part portion of them, so that you got new, new plants coming up for cut cut flowers so you'd want to plant your snapdragons as soon as you could or your stocks and maybe have uh, still have some zinnias left yeah uh, so yeah it's, it's an interesting time uh, just lots of wonderful plants that do well in this I guess transition you can plant marigolds too yeah from seed yeah it's a little oh by seed you're thinking huh I didn't even think of that I, I remember past years I've uh, Got any transplants? You know the nice, mm-hmm. big bushy plants. Yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, they make nice cut flowers this time of the year. They stink though, don't they? They stink. Well, they. <laughs> they, they have a yeah. They have a distinctive smell. Uh, that stink, but let me translate. Yeah. Like you couldn't see him shaking his head. It's, <laughs> he's kind of going back and forth in a no gesture. <laughs> yeah, they got a distinctive smell. And I think I think that means they don't smell good. 
But well, it's like the. But maybe some people would enjoy the smell. You know the oh. the one that re- the one that really throws me a bit. Uh, I love the plant. It's the Laura Bush mm-hmm. petunias, especially in these rainy days we had when they're kind of beat down and they're and boy, I mean you can smell them a lot. Oh yeah. Then uh, as soon as it dries out a little bit, you it's a little more of a it's a lingering and not quite as unpleasant, but. Uh, what do they smell like, Calvin? Sewer is the thing that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, well, dog manure. That's distinctive. They smell like dog manure. <laughs> is that dog the manure? The marigolds? Yeah, it's some kind of them. Are we uh, still manure. talking about the marigolds? No, we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Laura Bush Petunia. Oh. Now, we should talk about the really nice. You know, that's that's one of the reasons I love stock, is the fragrance. They're 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 wonderful. Uh, and they're nice, <laughs> nice cut flower too. Uh, and Jerry, they, the the stocks, the transplants, they keep getting smaller and smaller, but uh, they're still tall enough to to get some cut flowers. I was thinking that maybe I should uh, see if I can find some old-fashioned seed on the stock. Yeah, that's stock seed, aren't they? Yeah. I don't know how. Because I remember the, in the old days they were. It takes to grow. They were. Uh, of course, they were less disciplined. I mean, they didn't look like nice little soldiers, but yeah. they, but they had, were longer and taller. Speaking of planting things by sea, did you go talk to John? Did you uh, get to Fredericksburg? I did yesterday. Okay, are you able to talk about it, or are you still two, in shock? Two hundred and forty miles I drove yesterday. That's nice. You. To, uh, we drove up to Fredericksburg, and then we drove and counted. We drove back to the greenhouses and counted our seed. In other words, evaluated what kind of se- how much seed we had, and then we went to uh, some of the planting areas that we had and or we're going to have, and uh, it kind of figured out where we're going to plant all our seed. Did you? Your, what's your strategy going to be? Uh, transplants or no our strategy is going to be and I, I was trying to get across to John John is John not I didn't get to speak with John in person but uh, I was talking to some of his help up there and uh, they're farmers you know they're farmers uh-huh. and they cannot comprehend or digest the concept of Planting, replanting, time and time again in the same place, and using volunteers as a stand, uh, you know, rather than planting seed. When you don't have as much seed, we don't have much seed to plant. So uh, uh, the idea is to go into fields that you abandoned last year, never got to harvest any seed, and there's a lot of latent seed that's that's laying there that uh, to throw up the beds just like you were getting ready to plant or the planting beds throw up the beds and uh, do it just like you were getting ready to plant and uh, it's like I'm doing with my zinnias yeah yeah, exactly exactly and then don't plant just use the volunteers just stand back stand (laughs) back but uh they they said they were going to try that in a couple of places. It's going to work, you know. I, I had trouble with uh, Mr. Murphy down, uh, Walter Murphy down in uh, 
LaPrior to, to uh, get him to try it. And when he tried it the, uh, the first time, he had the best crop of blue bonnets he had ever had from volunteers. Yeah. The, and and what Jerry's, when he it, talks about it. volunteers, he's talking about naturalized, reseeded plants. Right, right, yeah. reseeding. Uh, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, reseeding plants. So uh, try, try. Of course, we do that. The homeowners and everybody do that every year. You know, they let them come back in the same place every year. Hang on a sec. We're going to get to Ronnie, and then we'll talk to Trace. Ronnie's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Ronnie, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good. What's going on? I have uh, some tomatoes in large pots, but they have little black dots all over everything. And if you rub the leaves, you can kind of rub those little dots off. So I thought it was bugs. So I sprayed it with Milothion, and it looks like it hurt the tomato more than the bug. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's probably, it, are they, they're on the leaves, right? And the stems. I mean, the, the little the little spots are. Right, all over things. You, you can see rub stink them off, bugs? But... Do you see stink bugs? Well, I'm not familiar with a stink bug. I mean, do, do you see the bug? Do you see the bug? Do you see the bug? It's so small that I can't focus in on it. So I'm not the sure black dot is so is small. Yeah, just like a little. Jerry was dot. asking if you see any bugs around the uh, the tomato. So, if you besides the little black spots, do you see any other bugs? No. Hmm. Now, these are tomatoes you planted this fall? Yes. Yeah, I got the two, two or three different types. And they all have them black dots on there. So it's like leaves. Thing, you don't have fruit yet, do you? I wonder if those are aphids. Aphids and aphid bodies. Could be. I mean, there's a lot of the, there's a lot of plants with aphids on them right now. Mm-hmm. I don't see any on my tomatoes, but uh, sure could be aphids. And but you're, no, you're absolutely should have taken care of it, and it shouldn't have damaged the plant if you mixed according to label instructions. Maybe I was a little too strong, huh? Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. a little too, too strong. But well, you, and with you probably got rid of the aphids. They're still there, but. You know, I can rub them off, but they don't move or nothing. The spots are still there. Yeah. But you, but you don't see any physical aphids themselves, right? It's so small. I, if I had a microscope, I might be able to tell what it was. Uh, oh, yeah. No, you'd see them. Aphids. Okay. Well, if if you've uh, when did you apply the mouth on? Yesterday evening. Okay, then you you probably took care of your problem. Yeah, and that'll be, they'll still be potent for another six or seven days, eight right. days. So right. you shouldn't, there shouldn't be a second generation for at least for two weeks. Okay. Alrighty. Okay. Well, 
Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Ronnie. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. 308-8867. Hey there, Trace. Pleasure. What's going on? Uh, well, I assume you all had a really good conversation with Mr. Peterson. We did. And uh, so I don't need to go over the Saw stuff. You can. Go over well, the Saw stuff again. We'd like to encourage people to go to the Saw's website. And if you Wait a minute. Let's get Charles or somebody to stand. Like he had Robert Pointy <laughs> standing behind him when he was giving his... His spiel. <laughs> he really, that's the best he's ever done. <laughs> Scared him to death. Uh, exactly. He behaved himself. There right? you go. Yeah. Are these, are these hard to find plants? Some of them are hard to find. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Uh, a lot of them are ladies. I believe I have everything on that list except for this Texas pistache. Yeah. Now, Texas In one pistache. size or another. We'll go ahead and start where we kind of got you off track. We'll go back to that, but just kind of talk a little bit about it. It's not exactly an attractive plant to me, Texas pistache. No. But tough. It's a tough plant. But there's a number of really good uh, items on here, and um, I I think we probably have the best selection in town already, and we'll get better as we go along. Now, Mexican olive is wonderful. Can you get enough? I shouldn't have a problem. Oh, good. How do you uh, suggest getting rid of the 200 square feet of lawn? Well, to me, the easiest choice is round up with the blue lid and do it that way. But, you know, a lot of people rent side cutters. And, oh, wow. You know, if you're making a raised bed out of the situation, you could just spray with Roundup, wait for stuff to die, weed eat to the ground, uh, make your little border and fill it up with soil. And uh, that, that alone, sometimes the soil will take out the grass. Well, yeah, you can just... We used to recommend you plant right into the killed sod, and then you got instant mulch right there. Oh, but the whole point the is size? to get rid of the grass. Huh? The whole point of this is to get rid of the grass, though. No, no, the grass is deader than a doornail. Oh, okay. oh yeah, so you're using the yeah. dead grass as yeah, mulch. Yeah, you're using the dead grass as a mulch. Hmm. You're recycling it. And, it, and it, uh, you know, if you had a, uh, full lawn, it's a, a pretty tight, nice mulch. Well, they're, they're, they are required to put mulch down, so um, you know, no, no matter what, they're going to be putting something across the top to cover up the the dead grass. That's I would, true. I would just weed it to the ground and go from there. Let's see. Kind of a, you got program. the earth, the earth yeah. time roses, which is cool. You got all that includes Belinda's dream, doesn't it? Right. It, it does. Katie Road and. Yeah, Martha uh, Gonzalez. So. Right, and we'll so, have we'll have some of those. That's, yeah, those are wonder. That's a wonderful knockout set of that, plants right knockouts there. Knockouts and metabolists are all in there. Um, and I, I'm kind of partial to this Texas persimmon. I think they're they're cool. And uh, possum ha holly. That's not real commonly used, but it's one of the neatest uh, fall yeah. winter plants. Yeah, you just go east of the. The city on the fence lines, and it's spectacular yeah, in the yeah. wintertime. So that one actually has the little berries that turn red while the tree has no leaves. And the berries are only there in your landscape until that first freeze, and then the birds, it's a favorite bird plant. That's Lady Bird Johnson's favorite plant, was her favorite plant. Huh. But it's, a, it's a good compilation of plants, and they can they can go on Saws' website and actually sign up for it. You do have to be a Saws customer, and somebody will come out and verify that you've planted the right plants and uh, in the right square footage. You know, another plant that I've gotten to pr- appreciate was Mexican plum. Uh, they're gorgeous early in the year. Well, they, they're 
I don't know. For some reason, I when I 25 years ago when I started looking at them, I thought they were kind of uh, old-fashioned, wild and undisciplined. But they may they got a really nice crown, and they can take some shade tall, take some shade, and they really make a tight crown. So. Uh, the the birds really are prone to nest in them, and it's a nice landscape feature. A cluster of three of those in a, in that air, in that 200 square foot area, or that really is a nice look. And they've improved the way this thing goes, because uh, the the first thing you got to do is get two of out of the tree section in five gallon cans or larger, and then the remaining five plants can be from anywhere on the list, one gallon can or larger. Hmm. And so, you know, back into the tree thing, I, I'm really partial to these desert willows. Uh, one in the picture is a bubba, it looks like. It's a real pretty hot pink bloom. And, of course, the mountain laurel, I think, is uh, an unstoppable uh, force when it comes to fragrance and color at the right time of the year. Some of the smaller things, uh, the cherry barbados, the earth kind roses that you were just mentioning, a lot of juniper species. Uh, primrose jasmine, sago palms. Here's another good one, Texas sage. And uh, we've got several varieties of that to choose from. And uh, muley grasses, all the different muley grasses, liriopes, yuccas, agaves. So you can get a you can get a nice soft look, or you can get a uh, okay, let's xeriscape kind of look. Let's look here at uh, for shade tolerance, liriope. Do we have anything else? It's uh, primrose jasmine. Yep, now we're working. That's all right in the shade. Yopon does better in the sun, but does okay in the shade. Yeah, Pasamad I don't think does very well in the shade. Needs to be under. To me, it needs to be under a deciduous tree. Yeah. So. Or on its own. So yeah, yeah. You not a lot of them. Texas. Was there red bud? Yeah, there's red bud. Okay, yeah, that does all right in the shade. shade. The Texas persimmon. I mean, it's. It's natural habit is to pop up underneath a, a live oak. Mexican buckeye. My, let's see, mine it's, 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 it grows in the shade under hackberries, in fact. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah, some of them are pretty neat. They might be harder to find. And Jerry, uh, ever sensitive for the well-being of pets and dogs, <laughs> noted, noted that sago palm is there. That uh, the sago palm seeds are one of those few. You know, a whole bunch of plants are listed as toxic to pets, but there's very few that actually cause any damage. One of them seems to be, based on my veterinarian, the, the sago palm seeds. He goes nuts when they're, because he, he sees he sees, sees it all the time. Well, they're they. Are, are attractive to pets because they're balls. Uh, they're you know they're roundish and they're they're kind of soft and uh, so he gets a lot of problems. They, they with don't them. do it very often. So yeah, that's the, that's the other thing. Every occasion only for for the problem to happen. And the male is not the problem. It's the female that produces the seed. But it, it's a good list of plants and the saws will give you a hundred dollar coupon that you can use here. Uh, to help you pay for it, uh, anything above $100 is on you. Uh, you are required to put a uh, yard of mulch, I believe. And they're pretty flexible too. So they, well, let's see, what you got? You get, you got a month to sign up, and then you got a month after that to to get it in. 
Uh, this goes a little longer, I think. Uh, if I remember correctly, this one ends October 31st. October 31st, but that's when the offer ends. The coupons are all dated a month out. So End of the, November. Somebody who, who actually applies on October 31st will get a coupon, but it'll give them four weeks to use it. 30 days, okay. And the cool thing is you can tell Trace knows what he's talking about. So if people have questions, they just come here and they can ask you. You can show them the plants. You can. We've already set up a, a great sample bed. Oh, good. Down, well, at, I, the, down at the end, you'll probably walk by it. Uh, Mark, Mark, when Mark was here, we talked, and when Robert Pointe, the SAW CEO, was here, we talked about what Millburgers, that your staff, you, you make sure you, all your staff people are familiar. You've got a few that are expert on the program, but most of them, Almost everybody's familiar enough with the program to give people advice, and, and you've got a, a specific setup usually where you can go look at the plants. And All right. We, we tried something new this year. I think it's going to work well, but, you know, we, we try to have a sign on everything, but we came up with a, a topper that's uh, for these SAWS-approved package plants. Oh, so that's a good idea. As you're walking through the nursery, you'll see the, the signs, but then you'll see this little thing that sticks up, uh, five, six, uh, probably four inches above the normal sign that that says it's uh, one of those items that's a great idea cool all righty well, we have to go to break anything else um no i mean we can talk about the ginkgo a little bit but yeah we're do that up on break that's no, no, we're okay talk about the ginkgo so for a second. plant of the weekend weekend mm-hmm. weekend 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 uh ginkgos uh they can take all the cold in the world, well, not in the world, but uh, any cold we'd ever get here. Um, they are good to zone eight as far as uh, we saw. the other end. So you have to worry a little bit about the, the summer heat. But if you grow it where it gets morning sun, afternoon shade, uh, we should be okay. And it's uh, linked to memory issues. Uh, a circulation yeah, of memory, I believe. There you go. I can't, it's been so long, I can't remember. <sighs> Uh-huh. You, need to, you need to have some of that ginkgo. <laughs> so it's, it's an unusual tree to find, and we do have six of them, uh, $89.99 and a five-gallon can. And you can call and reserve your own ginkgo tree at? Uh, 497-3760, 497-3760. And we'll pull one, put your name on it, and you can come and pick it up. Good deal. Thanks, Trace. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, and you can be a part of the show at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bullfordy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. First off, Millburgers wants to wish you and your family a safe and happy Labor Day. Come on by Millburgers, which will be open on Labor Day, and this weekend you'll find savings on some of your favorites, like fall garden mumps. These are absolutely gorgeous, classic blooming perennials, and they're on sale at Millburgers for just three ninety nine in the six inch pot, or get ten for thirty dollars. Verbena is on sale, deep purple and vivid pink you'll love verbena for borders hanging baskets rock gardens or more in a one gallon container 
just 388. Milkweed, butterfly milkweed is on sale in the one gallon container for just 488. You'll find savings on ground covers, now just 88 cents each in the four inch pot. And if you like citrus, you'll love this deal. Mexican lime and Meyer lemons are on sale in the 12 inch pot, regularly $40, now just 1988. You'll find this and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we focus on the critical issues that matter most to you and your family. There's no better place to get the facts, the truth, about the most important issues of the day than at the ACLJ website. You can listen to our daily radio broadcast, watch our television show, get the latest news and insight on vital issues, even support the work of the ACLJ. Join us online at aclj.org. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Life is precious, and God values each and every life. In the new movie Scarlet, Chase was adopted as a baby and is now devoted to protecting life. Tell me more about my biological mom. Your mother Anna loved you. She was just so young. It's a movie that will convict and inspire you to prayer and action. Says Eileen Vincent, founder of City Reachers. Stephen Baldwin says, it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. It's going to speak to you. It's going to touch you. Chase's neighbor, Mia, struggles to protect the life of her unborn child from an abusive husband. We're in this together, okay? I don't want to get rid of it. You're getting an abortion, Mia. Are we clear? Chase and Scarlett have a perfect life, but when they receive unexpected news, everything changes. It's not over yet, son. I wish there was something more I could do. We've done everything you can in this fight. Dad, I'm scared. I need a miracle. Inspiring. Hopeful. Every life is precious in the sight of God. God, he always wins. Scarlet. In theaters now. Visit scarletmovie2016.com for tickets and showtimes. Peace through planning. That's the motto of Weisinger Law Firm, and the planning begins with your free consultation with Charlie Weisinger. Charlie, you call yourself an estate planning attorney. What exactly does that mean? Well, Baron, estate planning is simply protecting you, your family, and your assets in case the worst happens. A basic plan includes a will, financial, and medical powers of attorney, health information releases, and directives for your physician. If you don't have these basic elements in place, it's an even harder year for your loved ones. Well, a lot of people put off that decision. Because of that, you're making hard decisions on a very hard topic, but knowing you, Charlie Weisinger, you make it so easy. Well, we spend about an hour in our first meeting where I learn a lot about you and educate you on estate planning. Based on that first meeting, we'll schedule a second where I'll present a plan to you. We'll sign documents, and that's where Peace Through Planning begins. It's three hours out of your life so you can have peace for the rest of your life. Let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning by calling Weisinger Law Firm. The number in San Antonio is 210-308-0800-308-0800, online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. And welcome back to Milburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our number is 308-8867, 308-8867. Dave is on the line. Dave, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Well, I'm pretty good. 
I wanted to get back to that fellow earlier I was asking about the, the tomato plants and the black spots, which I assume was some kind of a bug crap or something on them. Right, right. But, but I have, uh, I had a real bad problem with uh, stink bugs uh, earlier in the year, not on the, not on the leaf, but on the tomato itself. Right, and, uh, right. I was wondering on the that, tomatoes. Uh huh. And that fella earlier said that uh, he saw this stuff on the leaf, so he sprayed the plants with uh, malathion. Right, right. Did you hear him say? Is that a good thing to put on tomato plants? Well, it's it's acceptable. I mean, it's cleared for tomato plants. It's got a what's that? S- no, malathion. No, oh yeah. Uh, we used has, to kill. We used to kill fleas and lizards and stuff with uh, malathion 35 or 40 years ago, but, man, I wouldn't put malathion on a tomato plant for nothing. But what well, do I now, do about... Now, wait a minute. Are you thinking of parathion or malathion? No, malathion. We used to use it uh, until we saw that it was killing all the lizards and stuff. We used it because we had a flea infestation real bad one time in the yard, in the grass and everything. But yeah. uh, that's a pretty uh, toxic material. I don't, I, I don't think people should put it on tomato plants. But, but to get back to the, the stink bugs, what can you do to stop the damn stink bug? Because they ruin the tomato. You know, they just, they, we, I had them so thick there'd be three or four stink bugs on a single tomato. And yeah, uh, the, I did. I did all kinds of on there and malf- malf- Well, if you don't use malathion, seven is the only other option. Yeah. In my experience. Yeah. Seven. Seven really? is better on stink bugs. Yeah. Seven. Malathion. Seven works great. And seven. Okay. Seven is, you know, forty-eight hours. Most formulas are forty-eight hours. Yeah. It's not as bad as malathion. Hmm? But but anyway, uh, I just could not get. Uh, they just ruined about half my crop because those tomatoes—they're just not, just not very uh, appealing when they've got all them little uh, hard spots from the stink bugs that's sticking true. them. You know, that's true. You have to peel them. Well, yeah. I mean, I did. Uh, I made some salsa with some of them, but they don't look good sitting on the table. That's for sure. No, yeah, it's good exercise to chew them. But do y'all have? <laughs> do y'all have any? Uh, organic uh, recommendations to try and fight the stink bugs, like any oils or anything, neem oil, you know, something that you could coat the, coat the tomato with that would kind of, you know, stop them from poking them. Now, that you can kill the little ones in that first instar with spinosad, but you can't, the big ones, okay. you know... You seven, seven or malathion is what that the only things I can find. And Trace has yeah. an organic method for killing the stink bugs. Wet dry back first. Yeah. Well, some people it. say two pieces of wood and you put the bug oh, between them, but uh, yeah. they are hard well, to kill. They are very hard to you kill. Get a lot of them that sure. way. They can't run from the vacuum. You, so <laughs> you you put that vacuum cleaner in the you sit in the back of the pickup and drive with the, sure. Uh, <laughs> and you're the first part. Of the, right. I haven't heard any of the conversation other than what y'all said. Well, I, but, well, uh, I don't care. Yeah, what, wet dry vac works great for stink bugs. Well, I don't care what EPA says or anybody else, but I would I would just say I don't think anybody should put malathion on a tomato plant. Seven does is bad enough. What about what about uh, mosquitoes? Yeah, mosquitoes. mosquitoes. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, mosquitoes don't hurt my tomatoes, but. 
<laughs> they're using permethrin too, but but I, I saw, you know, when we were when we were t- doing all the the butterfly thing, and we were talking about reducing pests, uh, insecticides, to yeah. preserve your butterfly population. Oh well, that, I've seen that, that really was one beautiful. of the issues that came up. How right. do you deal with things like Zika virus and uh, yeah. the other mosquito diseases? And I, I see in the paper there was a big issue of the all the bees that have been killed by uh, sp- sprays to try to control yeah. The, yeah. the mosquitoes. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that so those, Zika virus is going to be a real problem because man, I don't know what are those people spraying over there in Florida? What those big fogging machines? What are they putting out? Malathion. Oh or my Corethrum. God. Yeah. Well, yeah. pyrethrin, okay. Well, even that. Not the, uh, no, not the pyrethrin. It's a permethrin. I'm sorry. Which is, which is, I think, is a manufactured related product to pyrethrins. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's all pretty toxic stuff. But I guess when it comes to this uh, Zika thing, I guess you got to be a little radical. So. Anyway, well, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. We got rid of we got rid of DDT, and, and malaria is still killing. Uh, people yeah. by the hundreds of thousands. Where, so. did, where did you yeah. grow up? Who, me? Yeah. I was down in uh, San Antonio. Oh, okay. On the south side. How old are you? Uh, well, I don't know what that matters, but I'm about oh, to I was, I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you a story where, where I grew up in Minnesota. And I grew up in Tennessee. In Tennessee the with, the, you know, with the mosquitoes. And yeah. they... Uh, at least once a month in the summertime, they used to drive down the roads with the the, the rig with the uh, Malathion sprayer. And us, oh, I remember. Yeah, fogging, and us kids that. would be running behind and in the fog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember the the city uh, would drive down the street, and they were just fogging. And yeah, we didn't know any better, and we just run around in that fog. But I actually oh, had that, a, a, that, a that that was Malathion. Well, I, I got an old friend who's a, uh, he was a Ph.D. He lives up in Nebraska now. But uh, he didn't seem to think there was any big problem with DDT either. But I don't know. I've heard a lot of bad things about DDT. And I try to, I'm, a, I'm pretty organically oriented uh, the last 25 or 30 years. I started paying attention to that. But, you know, uh, I'm still alive. And, yeah, I was out there watching them boys go down the street with these big Trying to kill mosquitoes and everything, but uh, Calvin was watching. Yeah, Calvin was dancing in it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, but I, I I don't, I don't think we're disagreeing either that uh, that they're you you want to use the least potent uh, insecticide and chemical, and and hopefully we keep improving the treatment options. But it's just. So you, you yeah, a lot of just, a lot of times the organic uh, I, like for for these big red wasps and stuff I tried using uh, orange oil and vinegar with soap and all that and and man you know it just uh, wasn't that good and I finally bought a, a cheap can of wasp spray and and uh, put it on one of them sticks where you can reach up and hit them and that did get rid of them and I don't like using that stuff but sometimes. Uh, you know, when it comes to a, a virus that can cause the kind of problems that Zika does, uh, yeah. I guess you got to kind of back up and just use something that works and, you know, worry about the organics uh, where you can, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good philosophy just to, but, you know, and, and just not do fr- frivolous 
spraying and make sure what we're spraying is actually right. capable of dealing with what we're trying to control. So. Right. Well, that's Thanks. why I was a little concerned about that fellow using malathion uh, when he really didn't even know what his problem was exactly. So, yeah. On a tomato plant, I, I don't think malathion's a good idea. You can use uh, some of the horticultural oils. Uh, even, even, you know what? Even diatomaceous earth, DE. If you can powder, you know, spray it on in a in a powder, one of these dry sprayers, you know. Even that and, will stop and this, some of the pests. And the st stink bugs will spit that right back at you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, when it comes to stink bugs, yeah, I don't know anything but, you know, fire or, like you say, a vacuum cleaner or something. But they're, they're almost impossible to kill without, uh, like that fellow said, he said, it looks like my tomato plants uh, suffered more than the bugs. So, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, Thanks for the info. All righty. Well, well, thanks a Thanks to you. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And while we got a chance, let's take a quick break. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, and we'll be back in a moment. Give us a call and be a part of the show at 308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. First off, Millburgers wants to wish you and your family a safe and happy Labor Day. Come on by Millburgers, which will be open on Labor Day, and this weekend you'll find savings on some of your favorites, like fall garden mumps. These are absolutely gorgeous, classic blooming perennials, and they're on sale at Millburgers for just $3.99 in the 6-inch pot, or get 10 for $30. Verbena is on sale, deep purple and vivid pink you'll love verbena for borders hanging baskets rock gardens or more in a one gallon container just 388 milkweed butterfly milkweed is on sale in the one gallon container for just 488 you'll find savings on ground covers now just 88 cents each in the four inch pot and if you like citrus you'll love this deal mexican lime and meyer lemons are on sale in the 12 inch pot regularly 40 dollars now just 1988 you'll find this and more at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on Boulevardy road are you purchasing vitamins from discount stores? It may look like you're saving money, but you get what you pay for, and your health is no place to cut corners. Come on in to Rhonda's Nature's Way and let our friendly, knowledgeable staff help you with the latest breakthrough formulas for heart health, digestion, and, of course, the doctor's recommended joint and arthritis formula, Flexin. So don't pay for shipping and wait for the health and nutritional supplements to arrive by mail. Don't cut corners when it comes to your health. Get all your health needs today at Rhonda's Nature's Way. If you're already taking Flexin or other products, come in and get them today at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way two locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive in Shopper City Mall at the corner of Pleasanton Road and Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan and find us online at rondasnaturesway.com. 
If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. We wanted Donald Trump to get smart. We wanted him to surround himself with strong people. So we went out and got Mike Pence as his running mate good start. We wanted him to focus on what was important. So his final speech at the RNC was all about law and order. Democrats say it was doom and gloom. Yeah, well, maybe they forgot the mood in the country. Hey, Hillary, we're in trouble. Trump knows that. Buckle your seatbelts, folks. This station is all over it. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Take 9.30 a.m. The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 9.30 a.m. The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 9.30 a.m. The Answer, download the app, and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 9.30 a.m. The Answer. See how easy your old bathtub can be transformed into a beautiful, safe shower. Call 210-655-1111. Give us a call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Shower. 210-655-1111. 11. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our number is 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. We're live at Millburgers Gardening South, or Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. So you can... It's humid, Milton, but it's not too bad, is it? No, it's not too bad. It's uh, with the, uh, the well, we got the fans behind us, which helps, but it doesn't feel as hot. I wonder what the temp is. I'll, I'll, I'll double-check and see what the temp is. Here, I can do that on my phone. So, all right, 308-8867, 308-8867. What you got there? I rode, rode around with Dr. Stein yesterday with, when looking at the blue, looking at the blue bonnet you did go situation. You did And uh, he was giving us a tip that uh, some of the pecan leaves are falling off the tree with, and they've got black spots on them. And that's being caused by the black aphid, the uh, pecan black aphid, and uh, in that, and I said, well, you can't. There's nothing you can spray that with, is there, or, or to get rid of the black aphid because aphids are so hard to kill. He said the the black aphid is easy to kill, the green aphid is almost impossible to kill. Huh. And both of them uh, affect pecan leaves, but uh, they fall. The leaves are fall. The uh, the leaves that are on 
the pecan tree and fallen from the pecan tree with black spots on them. It's called by the black aphid. And is that is that the one too that has the like the yellow sections? Right. Yeah. 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 And that uh, that is uh, it's too late to do anything about it. We're we're just telling you what causes. It. Well, and if you're in a, an urban urban area, there's nothing you can do about yeah. it. Yeah. And the uh, he he said that uh, because of the spring rains we had and the excess leaves we have, that uh, this shouldn't affect the uh, the overall quality of the pecans. You, my, know, you have to have leaves to have good yeah. good nuts. My, my trees look low. They got lots of stuff dropping, but they look loaded with right. large nuts, and the ones that drop are seem to be full so yeah as long as you got plenty of leaves to manufacture photosynthesis uh, on that same line let's remind folks too i'm even i'm getting this a lot of questions that the live oak leaves i know it started raining again but there was this you put they put on all this foliage in the spring then we had six weeks of dry hot weather right so the trees the trees don't immediately respond but you know they're they were dropping some leaves and then when we had this rainy spell there was a lot of wind and and heavy rains so you got ball moss falling off you've also got leaves falling off and in in a trees that are like over the road in neighborhoods where there's a wind Mm-hmm. If, if, if the prevailing wind, like the north wind, comes through there, you could have stem ends even coming off. I guess you could have something chewing the stem ends off, too. But uh, those that I've seen have, have been like they've, uh, you know, they just got a, they've got a real thin stem, green stem loaded with leaves and just a lot of pressure from the wind and the rain. So you can expect them to drop without any kind of a... Uh, worrying about your tree very much you'll be you know if you got a if you got a real problem it'll be pretty obvious to you you'll see those oak wilt symptoms uh, those classic symptoms of the colored veins if you're if you're if you've got questions or you're uncomfortable look up the go out go to the oak wilt website and it'll show you the the distinctive uh, symptoms and, and so most of our trees are doing exactly what Jerry's pecans are doing this. Right. There may not be a aphid that's causing that, but uh, this variation in rainfall and then hot, dry weather, just a typical San Antonio kind of reaction and weather pattern. Yeah, Dr. Stein did an interview with the newspaper, and I guess it'll come out uh, next week, next end of next week and next week's newspaper about the pecan situation. Uh, because the pecans are getting close to getting ripe, and uh, some of the early varieties. What's the price is going to be like? Did he say? Uh, he didn't say. Oh. Uh, but uh, they they should it shouldn't be that high because of uh, there should be a lot of pecans this year. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking. Uh, if something doesn't disasters happen right at the end. Getting back to that black aphid, uh, Larry was saying that, that occurred. It occurred uh, during the last rainy spell we had. So if you wanted to control them, you would have had to spray during the rainy period. 
which would have washed the spray yeah. off, which wouldn't have controlled them. No. So there's nothing, nothing yeah. you could have done. So nothing the commercial producers could have could do either. And uh, get get ready for limb breakage, you know, when the pecans start. Uh, That's why we one of the reasons we quit recommending uh, pecans for shade trees because of that limb limb breakage. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, I guess a, a late late leafing and early leaf drop was yeah. another thing too. And aphids on there yeah. causing the honeydew. Now, Pawnee is one variety that doesn't seem to be affected by. Aphids. That's kind of a that, that's a nice uh, pecan. I don't suppose it's a commercial variety anymore, but it was uh, yeah. used to be Pawnee, um, and that seems to be uh, doesn't seem to attract aphids. Yeah. But anyway, that's what's causing your pecan leaf. If you if you need to know what's causing it, so people always want to know what caused it and what can they spray. Well, you, you can't spray. You can spray, but nothing will do any good because it's they're here and they're gone. We did. We were looking at some pecan leaves yesterday, and and we did find a couple of uh, black aphids on there, but uh, uh, the the majority of the uh, damage has already been done. So don't worry about that. How about the 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 roses, the roses seem to be coming gangbusters, the flush of growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So get some, if you haven't fertilized them, uh, if you need to give them any kind of, get that dead wood out of there at least. Uh, and then and then be prepared to get on kind of a regular watering uh, basis. I had a, I, I discovered something, uh, one half of my bed really was, Prospering and the leaves are coming back and good green. And then the, the upper half still looked dry. And then I was running my drip irrigation the other day and I noticed that I had my. Had, had a system, leak? Yeah, the system that I thought was disconnected in the roses. There's bubble, it's bubbling on the lower uh. half. Of, so uh, I, I don't know for how long, but it's, you know, every time I watered my zinnias or the vegetable garden, my. The rose rose beds were getting some drip irrigation too. There you go, and they prospered. Yeah, you can tell. You could really tell the difference. Yeah, Calvin got a nice write up on. on, Well, it's it's a topic to to tell what to do at this time of the year in the San Antonio Light, uh, free free throw newspaper in my neighborhood in Northwest San Antonio. And on Wednesday, August 31st, he came out, and he says uh, he starts out uh, with uh, it's time for your roses to begin their fall, fall flush of blooms. So, uh, uh, and he said to prepare them, do some minimum pruning early in the month to remove dead or injured wood and remove excessively tall, inconveniently oriented stems. Apply one cup of slow-release winterizer lawn fertilizer over the root system. For hybrid tea roses, restart the weekly fungicide and insecticide spray programs. And uh, old-fashioned and modern roses usually do fine without pesticide spray. Uh, A weekly irrigation application will encourage full bloom. 
So anyway, uh, it's it's time to start watering and taking care of your roses because the the roses bloom the rose bloom will last longer in the fall when you stimulate the new growth will last longer in the fall and the colors will be more vibrant. So uh, uh, you want to encourage your roses to do well. Just cut back the uh, cut back the uh, uh, the old dead canes and and crossing canes and damaged canes, and uh, not severe, as severely as you do in the in the uh, in the spring in in February, but uh, just enough to stimulate that new growth. That's uh, going to be tough to do. Do what? It's going to be Are tough. Oh, yours to... blooming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're blooming. They have all that beautiful red growth on them. Well, yeah, if, you, if yours have got that going on, then... Uh, leave them you, alone? Yeah, just leave them alone. When's the last you could do it? Because at some point, they're going to stop blooming, I guess. I guess, okay, so you don't... You're careful now because you don't want them to have... Little fresh growth on them when the freezes come. No, no, we don't worry about that around here. Oh, okay. So why, why don't I do it in December, or November? Because the rosarians say you're not supposed to do it. Well, they're a cantankerous lot, but I don't <laughs> want to make them mad. But the, why do they say not to do it? Well, they're talking about stimulating new growth in, okay. in winter, cold winter. That's back when we had winters. Oh. Now with climate change, yeah, we, no we more have, winters. No more winters. All right. But anyway, uh, the 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 concept of the of the deal was not to stimulate new growth late in the season. Yeah. But uh, we we harvest roses. Uh, I'm talking about uh, cut flower roses at, at Christmas here, most years. Well, that was an interesting visitor. Uh-oh. You remember our Penta story? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and this is just, this, I think it illustrates how evidence is provided. You just don't, you and I were look, looking for a different kind of, uh, but when you hear what caused it, you say, <laughs> which, you know, we should have, uh, mm-hmm. we should have thought of that. What what eats pentas? Oh, hornworm overnight? Yeah. Oh. And she says, are you Calvin Finch? And I said, yes. She says, well, I found the answer when I went and looked up your... <laughs> oh, really? You had written about yeah. it? Oh, oh, back in 2007, wrote an article on yeah. uh, the fact that hornworms, in, in addition to tomatoes, uh, like pentas. Okay. And, that, and they, of course, the leaves disappear. The other thing is that, you know, we didn't think, well, there's nothing that would get all the leaves at once. Well, a big hornworm will clear... Clear a plant, a Absolutely. small plant, in one day or two, two days. But remember, but, I asked about droppings. Yeah, you yeah, asked about you poop. That should have been a lot of droppings. Yeah, like that. yeah, that's true. So that was that was quite interesting. I didn't th- I didn't think of hornworms. So I'm still looking at the at the weather thing. Yeah. <coughs> but uh, well, that's uh, this year, I suppose hornworms. We might 
might expect to have a few of your pentas. But she was fa- faced with another dilemma. She didn't want to. She didn't want to kill any of the caterpillars. What? I said, the other uh, with hornworms, there's only a couple options. Number one is uh, tomatoes. <laughs> she says maybe I could sneak a few onto my husband's tomatoes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And I said, well, why don't you maybe pick one plant to let one go, but and then the rest put out on the lawn and the birds will eat them. There you go. There's usually only one per plant anyway. That, uh, that that was that was quite interesting. That, that wasn't uh, the same lady, was it? Yes, it was. Oh, so she looked it up and she found. Well, her, she said oh. she, she she had conferred with a friend of hers. <laughs> a friend of hers also called her and said that there was another option that she she yeah. had hornworms and then I, she may have referred her to the. To the, the friend article. heard her talking about him on the show. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> And a, and a lot of times the hornworm can still be there, and you can't see the stupid. That's what I told her. Because it, that 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 that's it, that's why that that is it that happens when you 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 think that there's nothing there, and then the next day there's no leaves. Yeah. It's because you, or you see half the leaves gone, and you look, you search, don't see anything, and then finally when all the leaves gone, you find you find that against the stem they're great. Yeah. Uh, so what was she gonna do now that she? Uh, she has she, she has a d- dilemma to face. Oh, okay. And well, th- th- this year, I uh, I guess she could have. And I didn't even I didn't think. I guess she could put. Uh, yeah. Uh, but she didn't want to kill the hornworms. Uh, she didn't want to kill the hornworms. No. The uh, of course the moth the moths are beautiful from the hornworms, but but they're they're quite they a. They fly at night. You can't see Luna, yeah, Luna Moth. You can, uh, yeah. All right, we got to say goodbye for today, but um, that's kind of interesting how everybody was listening and helping her out. Hey, uh, by the way, we're going to be back tomorrow uh, here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull 40 Road, so you can bring your questions, your pictures. You can even call us. So we'll say goodbye for today. On behalf of the Dang St- Docs, thanks to Roy. Doing a great job. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow on The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.